Uh, so the man that's accused of stealing Kenny Pickett's car, do you remember this story? Uh, I guess it was what, a couple weeks ago, maybe two weeks ago, something like that. Kenny Pickett was at the Bowser, uh, uh, auto dealership in, uh, in Monroeville. And he was actually there to exchange his car for a newer car. Right, because obviously he does Bowers, uh, Bowser. He, come, he does advertising for Bowsers and whatnot, and and uh, and so uh, you know, I guess every year or so, or I don't know how how that works, but every year or so they get to renew their car, get a new car, get a different lease, you know, or whatever. Um, so he was there to actually turn in his car and uh, get a new car. So when he pulled up to the dealership, he left his keys in the car. He had it on the side of the dealership, and then he went in. He was actually doing the show with Pony and Muller uh, in the Bowser B studio or whatever we call that place out there. This guy comes up, and his name is Chris Carter, which is hilarious because Chris Carter is a friend of mine. He works at the uh, Post-Gazette. Not this Chris Carter. But as soon as the guy's name came out that stole Kenny Pickett's car, uh, of course, Chris Carter started issuing denials on Twitter, making sure people know, hey, wait, wait, no, it ain't me. I'm not that Chris Carter. Of course, it also could be the guy that used to play for the Vikings that does uh, TV for NFL games, right? Uh, but at any rate, so that's the story of how it happened. Dude actually was walking around in the, in the dealership, apparently, uh, and actually just sort of, you know, walking around. And then he walked out, he got into the car, and he drove off. Now, the interesting thing is he drove to the dealership. It it sounds like my man is about, I don't know, two cans short of a six-pack, right? It really legitimately, and I don't want, it really legitimately could be he just thought it was his car. Now, of course, the reason the real the real reason there was panic wasn't the car because obviously you're in a car dealership. If Kenny Pickett needed another car, there's you know Bowser would have given him fifteen. You know, go out there and pick whichever one you want. But it was that the Steelers' playbook was in the back seat of the car. See, like like to me, I mean, I know what things are worth. If I stole Kenny Pickett's car. And there was a playbook in it. I wouldn't have drove back to my house. I think he was in Plum. I think is where he lived or something. I wouldn't have done that. I'd have drove to, I don't know, Baltimore or Cincinnati or Cleveland. And then, you know, I'd have found like some fence, you know, somebody that moves products illegally. And I'd have said, listen, what do you think this playbook is worth to the Cleveland Browns? And I'd have sold it. But that's me. Not that I have a criminal mind or anything like that. So anyway, that was the story. Dude comes in. Kenny Pickett was picking up a new car, so he left his keys in the car. That You know what I mean? And uh, dude, hey, here's a car with keys in it. I'm going to take it. Well, the update to the story is he was doing court today, and he didn't show up. So I'm wondering if he couldn't find a ride or if he doesn't have his car anymore or whatever, but he didn't show up. And so he is from, where's this guy from? Let's see. 
I think he's from Plum. I think is where he actually lives. He, the best part is he left his car there, but also there's all kinds of surveillance camera, cameras all over the place. Like, I can't think of a worse. This is why it leads me to believe that this guy really wasn't. I don't know that he really thought he was stealing a car. And I know that sounds crazy, and I know that it's, well, you know, of course there has to be consequences. Of course, you know, he pays a fine or whatever happens or whatever. But what I mean is, I don't, like, this isn't like a Nicolas Cage in, uh, you know, Gone in 60 Seconds, you know, where they're high-level, you know, uh, uh, car thief. I don't know if you've ever saw that movie, but it's about high-level car thieves. Which, by the way, it's really kind of scary, that movie, when you think about how high-tech car thieves are. Now, luckily, I don't drive a car that anyone would want to steal anyway. But if I did, <laughs> after I watched that movie, I would turn it in and buy a beater to make sure because it's incredible how... how but I don't believe that this was like a... In this guy's mind, I actually believe he probably is just not all there. Like I said, a few cans short of a, a six-pack, and he thought he was getting in his own car or... He thought literally that there was going to be nothing wrong with, or or he thought that, hey, this car has its keys in it. Maybe I can take a test drive, whatever, you know, because the story just doesn't even make all that much sense. Like if you're going to steal a car, you're not going to walk all, you're not going to walk into the car dealership and walk around so that your face is visibly seen on about 90 different surveillance cameras that are inside then walk outside where there's a bunch more surveillance cameras and steal a car that has a key in it, obviously up, up, you know, close to the building. So it's obviously a car someone's probably coming to get in the next few minutes. It just doesn't seem to me like this was a, either this is the dumbest criminal on the planet or he wasn't really a criminal. He just really didn't know what he was doing or didn't, you know, he wasn't all there. It doesn't mean that you don't, you know, bring them into court and, you know, go, put them in the, uh, the the system and everything else. But it does mean that uh, I don't think he's the the, the highest. Uh, uh, I, I don't think he's a uh, like a menace to society criminal type person that was trying to steal a car so he could do something nefarious with it. By the way, have you ever seen the movie Gone in 60 Seconds? I haven't, no. Well, it's it's pretty cool movie, but you would be shocked how many different ways these high tech like car thieves, these groups of people that steal cars, are able to steal cars, like and get around all of the different uh, you know safety you know uh, uh, the alarm systems and the you know it's incredible. It's like they they find some other way to make it so that a car is not. You know, you, you have to do certain things so that your car can't be stolen. And the criminals quickly find a way around whatever that system is. It's it's a good movie. It's really actually a good movie, but I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Of course, there's old school car thieves. One time I locked my, my keys in my car in North Philadelphia. I was visiting a buddy in North Philadelphia. <laughs> I locked my keys. It was an old Ford Escort. This was like 25 years ago. I had a Ford Escort. So there wasn't any uh, alarm systems or whatever. Anyway, I had a four, an old Ford Escort. I, lo I locked my keys in my car outside my buddy's house in North Philadelphia. You know, I, I went to Temple. 
He's like, oh, man, you don't want to do that in this neighborhood, you know, this and that and everything. So he goes across the street. His buddy comes over. His buddy has a saw, a wood saw, like you saw, right? I'm like, what is he going to do with that? Saw my car open, right? He says, all right, here we go. Hang on. He puts, he slides the saw down into the window, right? In between the window and the seal. Slides it. Feeling it, pop. 15 seconds. Opened the car. I said, that's actually something I probably didn't want to see. 